Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Style Life Podcast. We are your hosts, Rebecca and Vanessa. And today we are excited to talk about if you've ever had that burning desire to start your own business. Yes, so we want to share any tips and tricks that we have. We've both been, I don't know, fortunate enough and courageous enough to start our own businesses so we just want to share some insight in, you know, what doubts we had, all that good stuff. Yeah, for sure. So going back, I I finished cosmetology school and I didn't really understand, you know, like I was what, 17, 18 at the time. And I didn't really, I knew I wanted to do hair, but I didn't really know like what's life going to be like after school. Mm -hmm. So once I finished school, I started at a commission salon, kind of just like interning, um, learning all the ins and outs of the hair industry. And I was there for about two and a half years. And then I decided to leave a commission salon and go into booth rent. So when you, if you don't know little, if you don't know much about commission versus booth rent, commission, you're an employee. So you have, you know, hours, um, you're pretty much your employers paying you. Right. And then a booth rent salon, you are self-employed. So I made the jump about two years in my career and I just knew it was something I wanted to do because I didn't like coming in and clocking in and out. I didn't like someone paying me. And I didn't like, I mean, to be honest with you, I had a terrible experience. So it was actually um, pretty bad where I had to log in everything on my own to make sure that my paycheck was actually what it was supposed to be. And most times it was not. So that was a big learning curve there. And so that kind of gave me like a bad taste in my mouth as far as like these people are completely in charge of my finances and I just didn't like it. Um, So that kind of opened up to what life would be like as a booth renter. Um, that and many other things. So fast forward two and a half years later, I decided to take the leap in my career and become self-employed and um, booth rent. So pretty much booth rent is you're your own boss. You control your own books. You control your own clients and your own inventory. You pretty much uh, think of it as like an office, a shared office space. So you go in and you're just paying to use your station. Literally, like you're just renting out like your little office, cubicle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, everything from there on out is all up to you. So that began the journey of owning my own business. And it was definitely a learning curve, but I would never, ever go back. I love it. I love being my own boss. And I think that fed into real estate as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew real estate was something that was going to work perfectly for me, for my mentality. Um, and you know, just kind of still, I still had that burning desire of like wanting more. And I knew that this would essentially be a perfect match as, uh, being a real estate agent, you are pretty much like, In terms mm, of your own stuff. you are, I would kind of think of it as like, you're like a, you're, you're a contractor and you're working underneath your employing broker. Yeah. Um, but essentially like your sales, your commission, all of that, Um, is up to you and you do a commission split with your employing broker but besides that everything's on you yeah for the most part yeah anyways um so yeah so I would say as far as starting your own businesses I've done two in the past I would say 2016 is when I started with hair so yeah so I've been self-employed since 2016 and I would never look back 
I would never not be self-employed. Right. That's awesome. And being at such a young age, I feel like it was super bold for you to go more so like the the non-traditional route Mm -hmm. because I feel like at such a young age, we're looking for more security and figuring out the next step, but also wanting to know what's next. And I feel like with owning your own business, you don't always know what's next, but it's all, it's definitely a, a learning curve and just a challenge in itself for you to grow. You know, your business is going to grow as much as you put into it. Oh, absolutely. Um, my first year of uh, being a booth rent stylist, uh, 2016, I didn't make shit. Like literally, mm-hmm. it was so hard. Um, but I just knew that this was something that I wanted to do. And I just kept pursuing, pursuing, pursuing and being consistent with, you know, marketing myself and getting clients because, you know, unfortunately leaving school, you don't realize that these, they're not, no one's handing out clients like candy. You know what I mean? You literally are finding them, you're attracting them and it's up to you to keep them. Right. So, um, in 2016, I left my commission salon with probably like a handful of clients. Mm-hmm. Like I was such a new stylist that I didn't even have an established clientele before I decided to um, leave a commission salon. I was still just an assistant. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even really have clients um, under my belt before I moved, which is crazy um, that I did that. But I was just so unhappy in my situation and I knew I didn't want to get into another similar situation being a commission stylist. So I knew it was going to be a huge jump and I just, I just stayed very uh, persistent, mm-hmm. honestly, is just what it was. And, um, I would say to have established my clientele now, um, as a hairstylist, I would say it took me a good, like, I would say at least a good three years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But first year was a wash for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like for most, comp- for most businesses, that's what it is. Yeah. First year is you're just investing yeah. into it mm-hmm. for sure until you see that return. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that your business has definitely paid off and I'm excited to see how far you go into real estate because I feel like real estate is really um, a career where you push yourself. Right. So you're going to earn as much as you, as much as you want, as long as you're doing the work. Right. Absolutely. And I think, I think, you know, I've already been, uh, learning you know I've already learned a lot with being self-employed and I continue to learn with uh hair that it's just been feeding into real estate like very I wouldn't say effortlessly but very smoothly yeah um I am putting a lot of work into it and slowly but surely you know I'm laying the track and everything is just uh just manifesting and it's just all working like it's all just laying out Mm -hmm. very nice so yeah I wouldn't say effortlessly but smoothly for sure it's been a really good transition um between the two yeah that's good and I feel like I mean having the clientele that you already have from the salon must be great because you are already meeting people you already know them and it's easier to kind of even bring the clients that you have from the hair salon into your real estate business. yeah it's been really good a conversation and you know just kind of being able to service my current clientele outside of the salon has been really remarkable actually it's been very nice and Um, it's awesome because, you know, it's kind of taking our relationship outside of the salon, but still like the trust is there. The friendship is Mm -hmm. there. So it's been working out very well Yeah, for sure. And I would say, you know, for someone who's looking into taking the leap into self-employment, you know, just definitely follow your passion. The money will follow. Mm -hmm. 
Like, and that's kind of what I knew going into everyone would tell me in high school, like, oh, you're not going to college. You know, even family members would be like, hair doesn't, I'm worried about you. How are you going to make that much money doing hair? You know, because when people think of a hairstylist, um, it's usually people that don't think you can make a lot of money off of it is because they don't have the passion for it, right? right? So like, for example, like I don't have a passion for, um, I don't know, what's something super random? Selling books. I kind of do though. <laughs> I love books. Um, I don't have the passion for, um, let's say, a collector's item, uh, trading cards yeah. or something like that. So I'd be like, why would you get into that? That doesn't make any mm-hmm. money. But I don't know nothing about that. So of course I'm going to th- obviously be like, how can someone make money off of it? And I'm sure someone makes so much money off of trading oh, yeah. cards. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I felt like I kept getting that and I knew um, – I just knew at a young age to just follow my passion and the money would come. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't even know where I picked that up from. Someone, I don't know, someone must have said it in the universe. I don't know where I picked that up. But I've literally stuck with that from being, you know, a high school graduate and jumping into cosmetology school. I knew that I was just going to follow this burning desire. And then um, same thing with real estate. It was just like this burning desire of like wanting more, being made for more. And um it's just been working out great. So moral of the story, like find find your true passion, whether it's baking, whether it's creating crafts, whether it's, you know, anything, dancing, singing, and just put all of your effort into it. Invest in yourself, invest in that passion, and the money will follow. It, it just naturally will. And you can seriously make a lifestyle, a comfortable living off of anything. Right, yeah. I completely agree. And I think that, you know, it goes to say in any type of career that you choose to to start in. For me personally, I feel like I've, I definitely needed to be financially stable before making the leap. And I mean, right now I own my own business. I started Aval, what, October? So it's been a couple months in the work. And we've already made great profits. It's, it's running smoothly. And everything has been so perfect. And I want to say it's because of the passion that I have behind everything mm-hmm. that I'm doing. And the purpose, you find your purpose in it too. And for me, you know, even if my biggest thing is I'm a very fearful person when it comes to finances, I always like to know that financially, like I will be okay. And it's hard for me to, to just make that leap like you did at such a young age. So that's why I'm still working my full-time job and starting a business. So I'm doing both. Eventually I want to leave my full-time job. I've given myself, you know, two to three years for a Val to really pick up and be able to to be a sustainable business for myself. Yeah, and I think as you grow older, right, your means, you you mm-hmm. have more bills and stuff. 17 years old, I was still living at home, you know, so um, I mean, actually no, because 17 years old, I was in high school. So 2016, I was in my first apartment now that I'm thinking about it. So to erase what I was just about to say damn I'm like oh shit (laughs) I was an adult when I started my first business and um you literally I think this is what it is and I knew I was always going to be okay because um and no I didn't get in a bunch of debt like um our debt was medical debt so Mm -hmm. that was just kind of you know that wasn't something that we made yeah. yeah and um that was just a very unfortunate incident that caused us to be in that circumstance but we were in our first apartment Uh, my boyfriend and I and I decided to booth rent and 
to be honest, his support has carried me as well. Mm -hmm. And it was more so I kept explaining it as like survival mode. You just will survive. Mm -hmm. Like I just, if, if I knew that there wasn't money coming in, if I had three clients on the books, I would fucking do, I would pull anything out Mm -hmm. of my ass pretty much. I would start, oh, what's a new client special I can do? Oh, let me, I would go put flyers on people's cars. Um, our freaking little apartment complex had like shared mailboxes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I wrote you those little tabs that you would like pull for a nanny. Have you seen those on like movies pool Mm -hmm. for like a mechanic? Mm -hmm. I would make those. I printed out a bunch of papers and was like, are you looking for a hairstylist? Um, pull one of these little, pull my tab, Mm -hmm. my phone number. I got zero clients from that, but it was just like, I kept, I kept doing things Mm -hmm. cause I'm like something eventually I'm going to get one client out of. Yeah. Um, and so I would do like free haircut cards, uh, referral programs. Like I would literally pull anything that I knew and that's seriously how I did it. I just stayed consistent. Like, I'm just like, wait a second. Like it's taking me so far back that it's like, damn, how did I do it? But honestly, my, I would just be consistent about it. It was just something that I knew. I even would tell Brent and Brandon helped me out a lot too, because I was like, you know what? I have three clients this week. Like I, maybe I should just go work at Walmart for the time being. And then he was like, yeah, you can absolutely do that. Or the time you would be spending working at Walmart, work on your passion and do something, always be doing something. I was never laying around on the couch. Mm -hmm. So the time that I could have had another part-time job, I just would make those flyers. I would go door to door. I would, um, Everyone I knew, everyone I came across knew I was a hairstylist. Hi, I'm Rebecca. I'm a hairstylist. Mm -hmm. Your hair looks great. Like it was just part of conversation all the time. And I'm doing the same exact thing with real estate and it's actually working out very well. So I'm just taking what I learned from building that clientele for hair Mm -hmm. with building the clientele with real estate. And it's, you know, slowly but surely. But so the moral of the story is I would just keep, just keep, Keep if you've got that burning desire, just stay persistent with it. Mm -hmm. And it, you literally go into survival mode and you'll you'll figure it out. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, like if you lost your full-time job right now and it was all, like you can't have in. any other job but the boutique, we your boutique where in, you yeah. would be two months from now, you would be there one month from now right. because you would have all that extra time to focus on oh, that. Yeah. Like you would be fine. You would literally go into survival mode and you, I promise you, you would be fine yeah. because you're. I already know you're passionate. I know you're you have the burning desire and you would turn into survival mode. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? And you I would... completely agree. I feel like right now, you know, I do still work a full-time job, but thankfully my job does allow me a lot of time to, to work on my boutique, which is my passion job in what I want to do for the rest of my life. That itself, you know, Whenever the babies are sleeping, I'm working on my boutique. Mm-hmm. Whenever, you know, any any time. Any free Whether time it, you have yeah. is not free time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether it's marketing, research. I just took up, what is it, two classes on marketing and social media. Like yeah. everything. Just because there's so much to know. There's so much to learn. And when you want to do it, you're going to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And what I do every single day is as long as I do one task that's going to get me closer to my do- my goal, I did a good job. Right. So what's one task you can do today that's going to get you closer to opening up that business? Mm-hmm. Is that getting your um, your business license? Is that, oh, today I'm going to uh, research more materials and where I can buy these materials yeah. from? You know, is this 
oh, I need to get a license to be a hairstylist. So I'm going to look at some schools that I can afford and start there. You know, as right. long as you do one big thing every day to get you closer to that goal, you're going to, yeah, you're going to have good traction throughout the year. Yeah. And then, you know, it'll just be like, okay, this is achievable. This is achievable. And if that means you can't leave your job right now because, you know, you are worried about finances, I completely understand that for sure. I definitely took the riskier route and just kind of literally risked it all. And I don't, I know that's not everyone's style, but I think if you just kind of take Vanessa's approach and you just do on your downtime, you're focusing on that passion, you're focusing on that passion. Eventually, you know, all that downtime is going to pay off. Right. Consistency. Yeah. And also like the way that I think about it, when I was what probably like 19 years old, I had two full-time jobs working retail. So it's like if I could work two fi- two full-time schedules for people who are not benefiting, like someone else is benefiting out of me selling all mm-hmm. of the product that I am, why can't I do that for myself? I work one full-time job. I enjoy it. It's fucking great. Between all of that, I find time to do my other job. And then I still come home and I continue working. So it's not like you stop. You don't stop. If this is something that you want, you can't stop. Yeah, it's that burning desire mm-hmm. that's just constantly back there. Yeah. And you have, you. I know you have the work ethic, you know. Ever since I've known Vanessa, she's always had some kind of job, um, even in high school. And so I think with great worth, work ethic comes, you know, um, comes it's, it comes a little bit more naturally for you to, like, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, establish something different. And if, if it doesn't and you feel like your work ethic is a little bit poor look at and you know that's not really you look at where you're working at right now is your work ethic poor because you hate where you're at probably Mm -hmm. you know so just kind of reevaluate your current situation and you know because when you're passionate about something and you're truly living your passion I know you've heard this a million times but you don't work a day in your life right you really don't and and I completely agree I feel like um you know even in my full-time job right now being a nanny I love being with kids. I've, I started school to be a teacher and I worked with kids for the longest time. So being able to be one-on-one with these kids completely fills my cup. But that's not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Right. I have other things that I want to work on as well. So my goal is to leave that and continue on with my dreams. Yeah, it's almost as if it's like a stepping stone to your future or you yeah. know it is. Yeah, and I mean, I completely think that if it, if you're in a career where you're unhappy or you're dragging yourself, if you have to wake up Monday morning and think like, oh, I have to go to work, you need to leave that job. Yeah. You need to move sure. on. Find something else. Find another job where you you can be mediocrely happy while you get get on your feet and figure out what it is that you're gonna what it is you're gonna follow. Mm-hmm. You know, what's your passion project? What is it? What's your career? What are you gonna do for for the rest of your life? Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's just not a healthy place to be at if you don't like work and the reason why is because we spend so much time working Working. right Mm -hmm. what is a normal schedule is 40 hours yeah um and that's a lot of hours that you're Mm -hmm. spending doing something you don't like yeah and you know i am i do believe so much on your vibe goes feeds off of your surroundings right so Mm -hmm. if your surrounding is so negative there's you come home and uh, you're just naturally negative because you've been negative for the past 10 hours. Yeah. yeah. It just follows you like a dark cloud and it's just such a bad place to be. So like Vanessa said, I think that is a good point. If it's like, 
okay, this is paying the bills, but I'm fucking miserable and I have no time to do anything because I'm working 40 plus hours, then maybe take a part-time job at your favorite retail store where you get a discount. No, you're not making that much money, but you've got enough money to make ends meet. And then you're only working 20 hours and you've got the rest. So then still work 40 hours Mm -hmm. because that's what you're used to. Still work the other 20 hours towards your your goal, your passion on, you know, your Mm -hmm. stepping stone on what's going to get you to open your own business. Right. And it doesn't necessarily even have to be to open your own business. If that means you want to switch careers and you're going to take that time to go back back to to school. school, Yeah. Do it. Mm -hmm. Like do the things that, that you're passionate about. Go after your dreams. Don't just settle. Like we're, we literally work so much out of our lives. Why are you going to waste all of that time doing something? You're completely miserable. Right. Yeah, so if that means I take one class this year to get me closer to my teaching degree because that's definitely what I want to do in the future, then I think that's a good approach to have. And it's just, you know, and now talking about this is just like I I feel so passionate about this because here's a little tough love. You're in the situation you're in because of you, mm-hmm. not because of anything else, not because yeah. of your upbringing, not because, yeah, maybe all of that's played a part, but what you do with it is where you go. You're in the situation you're in because of you. Nobody yeah. else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And nobody else. So must be nice. You got to erase that from your vocabulary because, yeah, it's really nice because this person, you know, is, hard for it. is in the situation they're in because of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think that the main thing, whether you're starting your own business, switching careers, just get out of your own way. Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah and I've learned that a lot too you know I had I have a business consultant and um she's kind of like a life coach really and so you know I list out all my goals and she's like okay what's preventing you from getting there and I'm literally say myself Mm -hmm. I'm literally just me and so now you know we've been working on like okay well what does that mean And that means, okay, my anxiety gets in the way. Okay, what are you going to do about that? Okay, I'm going to journal more. I'm going to like get out of my own head. If my head feels like there's too much going on, I'm going to write it down. Like little things like that help me as in like I'm getting out of my own way slowly but surely. Yeah, I think that's really good. And it's important because you just need to be made aware of the way that your mindset thinks and you're going to be your worst critic always. So it's so important to change your mentality and and look at it why can't you be your biggest cheerleader right you know like let's be positive let's move forward and i don't know i i think that you know we rely on a lot of people to make ourselves happy we talked about it this in a recent episode and it's the same thing with starting a business like why are you going to rely on the resources to come to you mm-hmm. why are you going to rely on the opportunity to come to you right Stop. get up do it it's fine you'll be fine yeah and it does it is does sounds more simpler than it actually is but we make it more difficult that's why Mm -hmm. you know we say like oh it sounds easier than done and it's like actually it is pretty easy the reason why it wouldn't be easy is because you're in your own way right you know and I've totally experienced that myself too Mm -hmm. and in different seasons of my life you know some seasons I'm in my way a lot more than others you know so I get that and it's just a constant reminder my word for the year is consistency And I've just been everything I remind myself, like, I don't feel like working out, nothing's happening. It's like consistency, consistency, Mm -hmm. these little steps are going to make for a bigger, you know, enjoy the struggle really, because it's going to make for a bigger success. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I was just, Andrea is um, looking for a senior quote, and I swear I just read this. It was a 
quote that said, um, days go by and you notice no change, but years go by and you notice like an immense amount of mm-hmm. change. Like day by day, yeah. nothing changes. But you, you look know, back you look in a few back years. At the years and you're just like, whoa, where did time go? I looked so different. Yeah. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether it's in your business, your, you know, physical appearance, whatever your goals are, those definitely like it all just crumbles up until you one day you look back and you're like, holy cow, like, did I just achieve all of that? Like right. literally you sitting here talking to talking about how you started being a hairdresser. Like you're like, whoa, how the hell did I do yeah, that? I'm like, well, I did this. No, I fucking did it. Yeah. I, I went into survival mode and I didn't realize I was like, oh, I still lived at home. No, I didn't. And I'm like, oh, damn, like I didn't. I was like freshly in my own apartment thinking mm-hmm. I was super grown. And I mean, I figured it out, but yeah. I just look back and I'm just like, damn. Yeah. So I definitely didn't have the guidance there, but you figure it out. Yeah. And all to say, you know, if you guys are in a career where you guys want to change, you want to start something new or you're looking to start your own business, just do it. Make that one step today to get the ball rolling. The best time to start is now. The best time to start that workout is now, not Monday. Mm-hmm. The best time to start eating clean is now. The best time to start drinking more water is now. Mm-hmm. You know, just little things like that for yeah. sure. Yeah. And um, another thing I've been also, my year has been full of just constantly reminding myself consistency and then also um, to take imperfect actions. I like that. Mm-hmm. Take imperfect actions. Um I don't know what to post today on social media. Who cares? Just take a per- imperfect, you know, yeah. action. Mm-hmm. I don't know my next route or I'm overthinking it. I'm just such an overthinker. I'm mm-hmm. so OCD about my next move that that's really spoken volumes to me. I just take imperfect actions. Like, for example, like this podcast, we didn't know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah. I mean, we're still learning. We were yeah. just, we just recorded another um uh, or we were trying to record this episode and it was just a shit show because we couldn't get our stuff together. So we're still learning. But our, if you go back to our very first episode versus this one, I feel like we've just grown so much in yeah. the past year. No, we're not where we want to be. But if we never started, we still wouldn't have started exactly. because we're still not where we want to be. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you think you're bad at something, you're still going to be bad if you've never tried to be better. Yeah, exactly. So we were just like, we're overthinking this, what we had gotten our equipment in January mm-hmm. and we didn't release our first episode till March. Yeah. And finally in March, we were like, we're, we're done overthinking it. Yeah. If the sound sounds like shit, like it is what it mm-hmm. is. And um, I feel like with just... We literally were just like, we don't know what we're doing. Here's our thoughts. We have an idea of what we want to relay. We hope you get the message right. But here it is. And I think if you go from episode one to this episode, like we've made. It's so cringe. Yeah. The. the I won't even. Yeah. The audio. (laughs) Just don't go back. I mean, our audio. But we've grown. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we're still working on our audio in most episodes. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's just going to come with experience like life happens and you just learn and you get better and better as long as each episode is better than the next i think we're doing a great job right we're moving in the right direction Mm -hmm. absolutely and um you know i feel like starting this podcast no we never went into it as in like a business kind of thing um we just went into it as in like we would love to share you know our conversations with other women like like like-minded people and you know hope that someone can take something we say and like it can stick with them and help them in their season of life um but I feel like this in its own way is 
its own business. It is. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, as far as us planning and meeting and recording and editing, all of that stuff is literally another job. Yeah. And I love it. It doesn't feel like a job because we're passionate about it. Yeah. But it really is its own job. Mm I completely agree. And, the, you know, it's the perfect example as, you know, if you love what you're doing, you're, it's not work. You show up every day mm-hmm. and you're not working. You're enjoying your time. And I'll listen back to these episodes when I'm editing them and I'm cracking up and I'm right. so <laughs> excited to share them. And I just love it. And I can't wait. You know, I even have friends who I meet with in they tell me, you know, like this episode really got to me or like you said this in this episode and I wrote it down and I love hearing that because mm-hmm. we do put a lot of work into our into our podcast and we're very, we're very passionate about it all. We want right. to inspire women. We want you guys to grow and be better and do better as we're still growing and in, in learning about life. Right, absolutely. And, you know, since we're on this topic, I feel like another learning curve was this for us was um I mean, we started a business during a pandemic, really. So when we started in March, you know, we were able to get together and record with one another. And then, you know, there was a point where we didn't feel comfortable coming over to um, each other's houses and recording and stuff like that. So we took it as in like, okay, go to your closet and record. And then we try to do phone in calls. Mm -hmm. You know, we tried everything and then we just kind of took a break. Yeah. It was just a little bit too much and we just didn't have, we didn't know what direction we were going in, right? I think Mm -hmm. with the pandemic, everything goes too. But then, um, you know, we resumed back at work in May. I was back in the salon. Vanessa's job was getting some some kind of normalcy as well. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, just talking to her on the phone, I was like, hey, I've been running into, uh, a lot of my clients are like, I love listening yeah. to your podcast. Um, it's really helped me. And to be honest, for a few for a few episodes there, I was like, "What is anyone even listening? Yeah. Like, are I think gone? we're just talking to ourselves, you know? Yeah. And um, I think just hearing that feedback as well, like, hey, I've been listening mm-hmm. to your guys' podcast. When's the next one coming out? And we didn't really even have a goal on, like, when the next one yeah. was going to come out. And she... Vanessa was also like, you know, same thing with me. Like I've had, you know, some of her friends have asked her like, hey, I've actually been listening and I'm like taking notes. And I was like, that was so, I think that was almost like the fire, that fire in our ass that was like, come on guys, like we got to get back going. So we're like, okay, let's come back a little stronger. We've got, you know, we know what direction we're going in now. We've got, you know, more of the equipment that we need. And so we decided to start with the season two. And I just feel like, this time around it's just we've got more clarity and I feel like as far as just having the clarity we just are just like blossoming I almost feel like we planted the seed and then now it's just like growing growing growing. and it's been so much fun and we love hearing your guys's feedback and yeah um, I feel like the feedback that we get is huge it's really a huge motivation so I really do appreciate everyone who has reached out yeah for sure anything about the podcast like I just love hearing about it And I love to hear that it's making an impact on your life and your day. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been so much fun recording and having another, you know, business that we're passionate about as well. And um, essentially, you know, just kind of looking at everything like for you to say you don't have enough hours in the day, I think is an excuse because um, entrepreneurs have so many things going on and 
you just wake that ass up earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. that's kind of what I've, that's how I've, you know, if you have the question, like, how do you guys do it all? My, qu- my answer would be like, I wake my ass up a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Brandon's going to laugh and be like, no, you don't. But I, I do. And, um, I write my, I write my to-do list mm-hmm. literally. And I'm like, these are the things that need to get done today. Uh, these are the things I need to get done this week. Yeah. And that's how you make traction in yeah. all aspects of your life and businesses. Yeah. Let me tell you guys. So I had a goal this year and it's still my great goal. I am going to the gym so much more frequently. Good. I wake up at five in the morning. Good for you. Yeah. So that's I've awesome. Been waking up at five, get to the gym by like five 30. I don't start work until eight. So I've been stopping by the coffee shop and working in the morning. Good. Which has been beautiful. Guys, I've watched the sunrise. Good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's just such an amazing feeling. One, to know that you're in control of your day. You've got, you have the time to do all of the things that you want to do. So find the time. There's no excuse. There is no excuse at all. If Rebecca can run two businesses, well, you know, we, we all have the same amount of hours. What is that saying? How does Beyonce do something and she has the same amount of hours oh yeah yeah so um i have read that quote it's uh you have the same amount of hours in a day as beyonce does so what are you doing what the fuck are you doing (laughs) that i have read that quote before (laughs) and i think i've you know resonated with it a lot but that's awesome that's really exciting that you've been going to the gym super early i've been great with my workouts i've been getting them in every single day however as far as um them being a constant every single day they're different hours every day i mean at least i get it in but um i like that you've been up earlier yeah and for me personally you know like things work differently for everyone so find what works for you absolutely and for me if i don't show up one day at the same time i'm not showing up for the next three days Mm so i'm just uh creature of habit i have to do the same thing every single day i love a routine and that's what we've been working with good that's really exciting that's awesome and i'm glad that you've been able to still uh i mean you almost have more hours in the day right you do Mm -hmm. because it's before 12 o'clock and you've already worked out you've done all these things Mm -hmm. however people with graveyard shifts i've never worked a graveyard shift in my life so i don't understand you know i don't know i would just assume that you would just do everything opposite yeah Mm -hmm you know so you're just it's the same thing it's just opposite Mm -hmm. so diego's such a night owl Mm -hmm. and he can work and i think the other day he went to bed at like five in the morning what yeah i'm like bro i'm i'm waking up do graveyard shifts (laughs) yeah and and he was working all night yeah so that he just feels more productive Mm -hmm. at night yeah and he just says it's easier for him to focus at night which i'm like dude for me i can't i can't focus at night well it's probably his everyone on his phone is off Mm -hmm. So there's like All the everyone's sleeping. There's no distractions. And yeah. maybe during the day, there's too many distractions mm-hmm. for him to focus on. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. I want to touch on this. So I remember when you started talking about real estate, you wanting to do real estate and stuff. You mentioned something that Jennifer Lopez said. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Tell us about so, that. So um, that's funny. When did you hear that? You told me. Did I journal it? I think I've told you and I've journaled it a hundred times. So I'm like, where, where did you read my journal? <laughs> um, so I remember this vividly, like vividly, like I probably even know what I'm wearing, what, what, what I was wearing, but we don't need to go there. Um, so I remember I was, uh, real estate's just always kind of been there. It's been kind of just like this lingering thing. It's just kind of always like, 
been something that's caught in my eye. Mm-hmm. It really has. Um, and uh, my sister, uh, long story long, my sister and my brother-in-law have a real estate company and um, they've been doing real estate forever. And, you know, that's probably what's inspired it really. You know, yeah. you are your surroundings. So it, they've always done that. And I've always just been a hairstylist, right? And I just know that's just what I wanted to do. But I've always had this burning desire of wanting more. I mean, I still do. I don't think yeah. I'm just going to be a real estate agent right. or just a hairstylist. Yeah. You know, I, I know I'm going to do more. However, that's where I'm at right now. But anyways, I was driving to work. And I was just, not that I was unhappy. I was just, there was just something going on in me that I was just like playing with my future, I guess. Just thinking about it. I pulled into the parking lot to like park at the salon and um, I remember being like, why the fuck not? Like, I just remember leaving. I'm leave, literally walking out of my car. I beep it twice because I have OCD. And I remember being by the alley and like walking and just being like, why the fuck not? That's what I just said to myself. Like, I was thinking in my head and I was just like, why not? Because I remember thinking like real estate, like, oh, I this is the battle I had in my head. I can't leave real estate or I can't leave hairstyling because I'm a hairstylist. No one's going to take me seriously if I'm a hairstylist and a real estate agent. I have to pick one or the other. Mm-hmm. I don't have a future unless I'm one or the other. Everyone has a career and they're just one thing. Yeah. You go to school for one thing. Like mm-hmm. that's just kind of what my mindset was like. Now I know that's not true. But then I was just like, why the hell not? Whatever. I went into the work, did my clients, left. And then I think that same night or something like that, um, I was just scrolling on my phone and then there was like a highlight of a JLo speech, like on one of the Instagram TV things. And she was like accepting an award. I don't remember exactly what award, but she was just like, thank you for my fans. Um, I've always been told that I was just an, a dancer, mm-hmm. that I couldn't do acting, that I couldn't do singing, that I was just supposed to be a dancer. And she was like accepting the award. She's like, you can do it all. Yeah. And then I was just like, I don't know why it took J-Lo to tell me that. You know what I mean? But yeah. I was just like, it might have just been the day. Like, I was just mm-hmm. feeling inspired. And I was just like, dude, she is. She's a dancer. She's a producer. She's a director. She's a singer. She's a songwriter. She's, a, she's a mom. an actor. She's a mom. She's a wife. Like, And I was just like, I don't know. It just like lit, lit me up mm-hmm. inside. And I was just like... I'm rolling into real estate school. Yeah. Like, good. why the hell not? And yeah. literally that fear I had in my head, like, people being like, oh, she's a hair size. She can't be a real estate agent. No one has said that to me. No, I'm It's something you, I yes. made up in my own mm-hmm. fucking head. Yeah. I doubt anyone's even mm-hmm. thought that. And if you've thought that, you've obviously thought it was silly because you've never said it to my face. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was, it literally took that whole moment. And I, it's funny that I remember it so vividly and I've journaled about it like a thousand times because that was that turning point for me that I was just like, I was made to be an entrepreneur. Like I just knew it. And now I feel like I'm living my true self. Mm-hmm. And, um, maybe that was my out of body experience. No, I'm <laughs> just <know>. kidding. <laughs> um, we were talking about, uh, out of body experiences and, uh, past lives and stuff. So, um, that was just a side note. Uh, but that, it took that moment and I feel like that was my, that was my turning moment as far as, uh, just becoming, living my true self. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And 
you told me that and when you told me that that was one a thought that never crossed my mind isn't that weird now thinking back you're like it really took j-lo but it's <laughs> but it literally if yeah I mean, anything j-lo tells me okay i'll do it right but you know on a more serious note so many people have these limiting beliefs and that was yeah, a, limiting a limiting belief, belief yeah for yourself no absolutely i think you've nailed it you nailed it with that it yeah. was a limiting belief and uh, the only person who created those limitations was myself, mm-hmm. as in I was in my own way, mm-hmm. as in it's crazy if you just dig deeper. I really encourage you to just like do one hour of whether you like to type, whether you like to like write, mm-hmm. I do either or, um, and just journal, yeah. brain dump, start the mm-hmm. first hour, the first 15 minutes and just brain dump all this random shit in your head and then you really like I don't know I just think within an hour of just writing it's just crazy all the like mountains you move yeah because you just need to get out of your way get Mm -hmm. out of your head stop thinking about all of the what ifs stop thinking about everything that you think people might think about you I promise you the majority of the time people have way more things to worry about than you starting a new business and you not being 100% on board or whatever the case may be Right. You know, people are, don't, they don't really revolve themselves around you. Yeah. No, absolutely. As much as we think that they do. Right. <laughs> like, and then, yeah. And then your limiting beliefs for sure. And also um, saying things out loud because you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't do this because of this. And then you have to hear yourself and be like, really, Becca? Yeah. You can't wake up early because it hurts you in the morning. That's literally right. like a thing for me. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, it hurts to get up early. Yeah. And then you say it out loud, like, no, I'm not a morning person because it hurts. Yeah. What? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it just sounds dumb. So now it's like, no, it hurts in the morning. So I just splash myself with cold water and I'm up. Right. Like that's, yeah. So that's you it. just do it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. And like for me, I can't go to bed at night and I could swear for years and years and years, I could not go to bed early and that's why I couldn't wake up early. Mm-hmm. I literally just turn off my TV, roll over, tell myself I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed. Like, yeah, you're going Go to, to bed. bed, like, turn your head off. Yeah, mm-hmm. do whatever, take away whatever's distracting you and whatever's entertaining you that's stopping you from going to bed early and just um, go to bed. Yeah. Right, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, so I just think, you know, if you took anything out of this video or, I mean, this audio, I would say get out of your own way. Yes, get out of your own way. Start whatever passion project that, you know, is burning your soul and just do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Take imperfect actions. Yes, I love that. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to write that in my journal. Yeah. Write it. It'll be your, uh, make it your um, your quote for the year. Yes, I Take like it. imperfect actions. I like it. All right, guys. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. We would really appreciate if you guys leave us a review and let us know anything that you guys want us to talk about in the next episodes. We will catch you guys in the next one.